welcome to Cosmic CEO. I'm your host, Kinsey Madsen, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about everything from marketing to branding to mindset. I am so glad you found your way here. Now, let's get into some juicy content. Hi, it's been a second, two-week hiatus. I don't really have anything to say about it, except every time I sat down to record a podcast, it felt like I had nothing to say. (laughs) Not in a way, like, the thing is, I have a lot to say, and I think I've been saying a lot of things online and in my courses, but when I sat down to record a podcast, because it was just the last thing on my list of things to do, it was like the last of the priorities, when I would sit down, I was the sponge that was like completely squeezed dry, and I would be trying to say things, and I couldn't connect my thoughts together, and yada yada. So I'm here though. My friend Emily texted me and she was like, I need another podcast. It's my weekly motivation. So sometimes all you need is like a text from a friend and then you're like, you know what? I'll sit down and record a little something. And I had an idea yesterday too for something that I wanted to talk about. So I'm really big on if anything starts to feel pressure in my business, I don't make myself do it because if I, if anything feels like a have to, it loses its sparkle for me. And my podcast is something that is such like, I don't know, it feels like creative expression in the way that like, I just let myself talk. (laughs) Like it's actually really good for my energy because normally I get a lot of, um, I just feel like I have a lot of energy in my head of things that I'm thinking about. And so the more I can talk about it, I feel like the better my brain works. But I feel like a lot has happened since we've last talked. Well, first of all, I opened and closed the doors to a new course, Anti-Burnout School, and that was so fun. The creation aspect of that course was like the most fun I've had in a really, really long time. And I don't really know why. Like, I mean, I could sit here and pick apart like what was fun about it, what was different about it. I think what was really very different about it is I didn't make myself brand it from a standpoint of like me being on it. So I always see these really cool brands and like online and not in the coaching world, like in like separate places and even just cool things aesthetically, like cool movies or cool TikToks. And I'm always like, oh, like I wish I could do stuff like that. And for some reason in my mind, I was like, I always need to be the center of everything, which I do think it helps if you're obviously if your audience knows who you are, but the people who are buying my courses, they already know who I am. They don't, they don't always need a picture of me like smiling at the camera on every single video. (laughs) So I feel like part of it was just like letting myself brand it however the F I wanted. Um, I also decided to do it super low price, which I think there's just a different sort of, there's like a dopamine, a dopamine party that you get to have when you do a low price course, because you're probably just going to get a lot more signups because it's a lower price. That doesn't have to be true, but in my experience, that's what's been true. So I feel like you get more dopamine. Also, I'm sorry for the burpiness, some energy releasing going on this morning. Um, you're probably going to get a lot more dopamine hits. And I also feel like there's this level of like <laughs> feel good energy where you're like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm such a saint. I'm selling this for only $33. <laughs> so there is a little bit of that going on, to be honest. And I don't know. I feel like the fact that it went from, I had this idea for probably a week that I wanted to do it. I think I got it on Sunday evening and I launched it on Saturday. Um, but I created the entire course in one day and it was just kind of like a crazy, 
I don't know if I would try to do that again. I don't, I don't think anything that I try to replicate it ever works quite the same or is quite as fun. But I think just the craziness of being like, you know what, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it today and I'm going to sit in the car all day and record it. It was just really fun energy. And in the midst of it all, a new app dropped, which is crazy. Um, normally, here's the thing about me. When there's a new app on the scene, I'm not really an early adopter. Like, I understand why people think you should be. And it's like, okay, you can be one of the first ones there. You can grow your following before anybody else is there. But to me, that's like super boring. I hate being over there and like trying to get the ball rolling. Like that doesn't feel fun to me. It doesn't, it feels like a lot of effort. Like I think this trying energy is something that I've just realized. Like if I'm trying super hard, it actually doesn't feel fun. It doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It just doesn't feel fun to me. I'm a projector. I like to be over there once the ball is already rolling. <laughs> so threads came out and I saw somebody post about it and I was like, oh, I'll just download it. And the really cool thing about threads, if you're not over there yet, I think what makes it really fun is that it is so connected with Instagram, which is my baby. Like I love Instagram. It's my home space. I still prefer her over any of the other apps. Um, which it's actually crazy because threads has changed that. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say that I prefer, I feel like it's really, it's like choosing apples or oranges. Like they're completely different things, but threads is the first app that I've used that I'm like, oh, I, this is way more fun than Instagram to me. This is, this is a way more fun way for me to create. This is a way more fun way for me to show up. Um, it's way easier for me than any app has ever been, but why I think threads is really cool and why it feels like it has had this momentum versus other apps is because you already probably have followers over there, even if you haven't downloaded it yet. So when somebody signs up, it can say follow everybody through Instagram and it just automatically follows everybody who has an account. And when somebody new creates an account, you will start following them if you followed them on Instagram. Now, I actually didn't even click this option <laughs> because I was like, I don't even know who I follow on Instagram. Like I want to like have this place, my feed be a place that I'm like really intentional with whose content I'm consuming and I don't want to just be consuming shit. I also also, I'm really judgmental if people like, uh, how do I even want to say this? If there's like an aesthetic content creator that I follow and they like post really cool things and then we get over to Instagram and they're talking about that they're like pro gun or something. <laughs> it's a really weird example. But like if I find out their politics, I hate them or I don't like the type of things that they think about if they're talking about like things that don't interest me. It makes me not like them as much. I know, I know. It's like not like the best thing to have. But so I'm like, I like to keep my Instagram people separate from my threads people. And my threads people are the people that I want to follow because I want to know what they're thinking. And so I didn't actually do that option when I went over to threads. I just like went through and followed, I don't even know how many people I follow now, maybe 200 of like the people who. I really know and I also think it's kind of cool too because the way that the algorithm works is it it's kind of like TikTok where like you'll see content from the same people even if you're not following them so there's been quite a few people that I've been like engaging with their content and then later I realized oh my god I don't even follow this person so it's interesting it's it really is like a mixture of Twitter and TikTok like that's what it feels like to me but the energy of the actual platform feels more to me like early Facebook like Facebook 2010 when I was like in high school and you would like post a status hoping your crush would see it it feels kind of like that 
It also feels like Tumblr. I really like how the image carousels work on threads. It's actually, I think, my favorite place the image carousels work. I saw somebody, I don't remember who it was. Oh, um, Morgan Harper Nichols. She posted uh, wallpaper designs and they're really easy to save via threads. So that's something that I'm definitely going to integrate is I'm going to start sharing because I used to share wallpaper designs over on Instagram and I haven't done them as much, but I feel like threads makes it so much easier. I also really like the cross sectionality. I don't know if that's the right word, but how Instagram and threads work together. So I can post a thread and then I can share it over on Instagram and then somebody can tap my thread on my stories and it will take them to the threads app where they can see more of it. So like a probably what I'll do is I'll post a quote design on Instagram and then post thread, a wallpaper version of it over on threads. And then that will be a great way that I can share my threads to my story of the wallpaper design and it will get people from my Instagram over to my threads. So that's like a strategy thing that I'm excited to do. But I really think with threads, like you don't have to like it. If you get on the app and it feels hard for you and you don't really understand how to show up there, like don't prescribe to the idea that like, well, you got to figure out how to show up and you got to figure like, I feel like that's what I've been doing with TikTok for so long is trying to talk myself into it. And I actually had a breakthrough a couple days ago um, around TikTok. You know, I actually might have already shared this. So sorry if this I'm sharing this thought multiple times. But you know that song that's like, I'm the type of girl who falls in love like multiple times every day. I'm that except I'm the type of girl who like has a breakthrough multiple times a day. And I think it's a breakthrough, but like, it's probably the same thing that I've said over and over again. <laughs> that is me. That is me to a T. Um, even the other day I was talking to my coach and I was like, oh, I like just had such a breakthrough about this. And she's like, so what, what was the breakthrough exactly? And so I realized I might overuse the word breakthrough. It's more like I had a thought, but every thought I have feels like a breakthrough, which can be intense energetically. But I had this breakthrough about TikTok because it's really easy for me to show up on Instagram. It doesn't require any effort. It has been so easy for me to show up on threads. And I realized with TikTok, because I'm not, I have an iffy relationship with the app. Um, I notice if I overconsume on TikTok, by the end of my time consuming over there, I just feel so gross. I feel depressed. I get on a weird algorithm. Like it's just, I don't know. I don't, I have like an iffy relationship with the app. I've deleted it and re-downloaded it so many times. Um, and so I believe energetically there's that thing there, but because of that, I almost feel like I don't get it. Like, I feel like I don't understand the app. It doesn't make sense to me. And that's just a belief. <laughs> it's literally just a belief because I realized what was holding me back is I was still showing up with so many of the strategies in the back of my mind when I was showing up on TikTok. Like I was thinking, okay, I have to make sure in the first couple of seconds I get their attention and then I can't take too long of pauses when I'm talking in videos because people's attention span is quick over here and I can't post this because that's like... I've never had those type of rules on any other app before. And I actually feel like that's my magic when I show up on social media is I just post whatever I want and I shit post. But for some reason on TikTok, I thought I couldn't shit post. Like I thought it all had to be perfectly planned out, which I know those of you guys who are fans of TikToks, you will be shocked because I think TikTok for a lot of people is what made them realize that they could shit post. 
Um, and so I don't know why. I don't know why it feels that way for me. I think because I see a lot of really deep informational content and that's mostly what I follow. I felt the intensity to create that type of educational content, but it doesn't, that felt pressury to me. It felt really pressury to me. So I've been showing up over there, um, just sharing whatever sounds fun for me to share. And the thing I've been thinking about doing for so long over on TikTok that I think is actually working really well. I've been getting a lot of engagement on those posts. So go over and follow me if this sounds fun to you. I'm doing Instagram audits. So I just share, I do a screenshot, I do a green screen, and I talk about what I would change in your Instagram. I'm going to go through, I'm going to try to go through everybody who was on my close friends and requested one a few months back, and then I'm going to start going in the comments and responding to the people who are also wanting an Instagram audit. But it's a really fun way. It's just like, I love giving my opinion on things, but I've never wanted to sell Instagram audits just because I don't think you can sell it for a really high price, and it would have to be something that I like one-on-one did. Um, so it's a really really fun way to meet for me to provide a lot of value without it being something that requires a ton of effort from me and without it being something that like I have to have perfect lighting and I have to have this and that but I will say I created a space in my room in my office that my tripod goes the lighting is great I got a new ring light um the background looks cute and I feel like that has helped too like having a dedicated space that I know if I want to go say something I just put my phone in the tripod and I know the lighting's gonna look good and I know my angle's good like that has helped a ton but I feel like honestly the biggest breakthrough that I had around it is like stop trying to exist by this imaginary strategy and I'm not anti-strategy like actually I mean this is a great place for me to plug I'm doing a live free training this Friday at 2 p.m. MST so I think it's the 21st of July at 2 p.m. MST it's live I do not know if I'm going to make a recording available um, so come live <laughs> if you want to consume this content and it is called internet famous and the idea behind this training, I haven't probably sold it very good because, um, I just have been on threads. <laughs> I haven't really sold anything very good because I've just been like saying shit on threads, but the idea behind this training is, um, hold on. My hot neighbor is about to walk by. I don't know. You know, when you have like a hot neighbor and you're like, is he really hot or is he just my neighbor and he's a man with tattoos? I mean, he's pretty hot. He has a wedding ring. Anyways, hot neighbor walked by and nine out of 10. Anyways, I was on threads, so I haven't been selling very much. Oh, okay. So Instagram or internet famous. My idea behind naming that is, first of all, I think a lot of people want to be famous and they won't admit it. And I think famous looks different to everybody. Like, famous doesn't have to mean that you want, you know, Kylie Jenner level of fame. Famous doesn't even have to mean you want a million followers. But I think we all like feeling seen, even if it feels scary to us. Like, I think all of us want to be seen for who we are and be able to talk about the things that we love and have connection with people about the things that we love and, you know, the things that we do and whatever. So part of me, I just want you to, like, get over the fear of, like, admitting that you want some sort of fame and admitting that you want to be seen. I also think it's a really fun training to move into Leo season with. It's not technically happening in Leo season, but it's the perfect, like, appetizer <laughs> to Leo season. But I really want you to understand, and we're going to talk about this in the training but that it's not um it's not about 
having a million followers actually you could feel more famous with a thousand followers than somebody else who has a million followers and I talked about this over on TikTok but sometimes people feel like it's not possible to grow on Instagram anymore and it might require a little bit more effort with the content that you create with the way you create people than it than it required in the beginning of Instagram because in the beginning of Instagram people were just following anyone and there wasn't that many people there so if they saw someone with like a cool outfit or whatever they would just follow them it's not that way anymore But the good thing about that is the followers that you gain now versus the followers you would have gained then, the followers that you gain now, they actually really care about you because they already follow a lot of people. For them to decide to follow you means that they're actually invested and it took more effort from them, which means they're going to probably be better followers that are going to turn into better customers. And so this idea that you need to have a million followers to be able to have a successful business is not true at all. And so we're going to talk about the energetics of showing up as if you're famous. We're going to talk about the energetics of social media platforms. We're going to, it's really going to be a, um, it's not going to be a strategy heavy training. I'm happy to answer any questions at the end, but it's really going to be about like, how can you get over your bullshit and just start posting the type of content that you want to create? How can you get over your bullshit and start creating things that make you happy, that fuel you in your business? I don't know if people believe me when they hear me say this. They probably do because I show up on social media so much. But like truly social media is the funnest part of my job. It is the absolute funnest part of my job. Finding out about a new social media platform, like, it hasn't caused me one bit of stress. It has just added joy to my life. Like, literally, I feel like as I've been doing things with friends and stuff this week, I feel like I'm more me. I feel like I am more myself because I am showing up more as myself online. I don't think it drains you in any way. And I know I said, like, the reason I haven't done this podcast is because I felt like I didn't have as much to say. But I don't think that, like... I don't think that our worth is dependent on how much energy we have to output. So it's like, just because I'm maybe a little bit tired from showing up more on social media, that doesn't mean that I'm then don't have the energy to show up in my personal life. Maybe, yes, I'll be a little bit, I won't be trying as hard (laughs) in like friendships and going out and like all that stuff. But I actually feel like that's something that I've been really trying to integrate and like do in my life is so much of the time I'm masking and I'm showing up exactly as I think I'm supposed to and I'm talking about the things I think people want me to talk about and my goal the past few months especially has been like to go to social events if they sound fun because sometimes they do sound fun certain ones do sound fun I mean any sort of like party where I don't know anyone doesn't sound fun or where I only know two people that just doesn't sound fun and I don't know if it ever will to me um but like if my friend's throwing a party and I know all the people there it sounds fun but then I would get overwhelmed by like the social aspect of it but my goal has been showing up to these events and not feeling like I have to try to be anything other than who I am so what's been interesting is here's the thing I have so much to say online like I have so much to say and I have so much to say with my close friends when it's one-on-one but I feel like in parties I actually don't have as much to say like I actually feel like I'm a little more quiet in like big social gatherings but I feel like I have to not be and so when I let myself show up in those social gatherings and just be quiet or only share things it sounds so stupid but like 
this is just the autism, how it shows up for me. But when I allow myself just to show up in those spaces and not have to say anything and not have to make sure everybody's enjoying their time and not like not have to think about how I should be acting, I'm it's actually fun for me. And so all of this to say, I think when I'm exhausted and I've been doing things, not exhausted, that's an intense word to use, but when I'm tired and I've like had a full day at work or whatever, full day means like four hours for me. Um, when I go to a social event, I actually feel like I have more fun because since I've used up all my energy, then I'm able to just like relax. And I, because I don't have this excess of energy, I don't feel like I have to overcompensate and talk to everyone and make sure everybody else is having a good time and blah, 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 like whatever that story is. So, and that's not just like a autism thing. I think a lot of people feel that, especially if you were, I don't know. I think we all have this form of people pleasing and not in a way where it's like, I don't think people pleasing is bad. I think that's called like living in a society. (laughs) Um, But I also don't have a very intense people-pleasing personality. But I do want to make sure everyone is having fun and everyone is taken care of and everyone is safe. And that's the way that it shows up for me. It's like more dad energy kind of. And I feel like people-pleasing is maybe more mom energy or feminine energy, masculine. I don't know. Um, But I don't feel like it's a bad thing to people-please, to like want people to be happy, that's okay. I actually think that's totally okay. It's just making sure that you are okay and you're not sacrificing something that makes you not feel good to make somebody else feel good. I think that's where it feels weird. I actually realized this when, um, Morgan was having an animal reading. I haven't talked about this on my podcast, but I had, (laughs) because I had a little bit of shadow over how many readings I had had in the past couple of months. It's so strange because I'm telling you, I, before this past few months, I probably had like maybe one or two readings a year. I would maybe have some sort of astrology reading and then a psychic reading once or twice a year. The past couple of weeks, I have had, or I mean, past couple of months, I have probably had five readings, um, which is insane. Like, that's a ton of readings to have. But I will say, I feel like I had those readings because I was meant to meet this woman who does these soul animal sessions. They are the coolest thing I have ever experienced. I immediately am making all my friends do it. So I paid for my employees to get them done, Morgan and Cammie, because I feel like it would really help us like to know how to work with each other. But what these soul animal readings are, they're different than spirit animals. So spirit animals are animal energy that comes into your life to help you on your path. Your soul animal is the animal that you are through every single incarnation. It is the essence that is you. And it was, I'm telling you, it was the most validating, empowering reading I've ever had. Even Morgan and Cammie, I I don't know if Cammie said this, but Morgan said she never felt like she had had a reading where she felt like there was so much action she could take after. And I felt that exact same way. So I also think a really cool thing about these animal readings is when you think of something as an animal, it's a lot easier to have compassion for it. And to, for me, the metaphor of that is a lot easier for me to work with than for somebody just to tell me, okay, you need to be, you know, you need to keep your mind busy or you need to do this or you need to do that. I'm like, okay, great. But I'm so stuck in my stories that I'm like, that's just how I've always been. And so hearing it as an animal is like, first of all, it helps me be more compassionate with myself. 
Second of all, it helped me be more compassionate with others and seeing how they show up. And then third of all, it just makes me feel more empowered because when you think of that animal, it's just like empowering. No matter what animal you get. I mean, I've only talked to people, so I'll share my animal. I am a Bengal tiger, which is so cool. Like it's, it truly was like, when I heard it, full body chills at every single person who's gotten their animal. I've heard the same thing from them. Um, it's really cool because the first animal tattoo that I got was a tiger, which is crazy. And I just have so much tiger stuff in my home, but I never, I didn't think, I didn't even think I was going to be a tiger. I was hoping maybe a lion, but then she goes in and explains everything about the tiger. And it was spot on for how my energy is. She told me things that made sense that I had never thought before. So I got a Bengal tiger. Morgan got a year. European hair. So it's a type of bunny, but they're like fierce. Like, um, they're, they're really fierce. So, and it's funny because the European hair is like the crazy bunny in Alice in Wonderland that the March hair. So there's the little bunny who's like always in a rush, but then there's one, the one at the tea party who's like kind of crazy. And that is the hair. So that's Morgan. And then Cammy was a snowy owl which I hope she doesn't mind. Actually, I'm not going to share this, but there was a really cool story from her being younger or from before she was born with her family and snowy owls. And anyways, it was just really cool to see that synchronicity. So all of this to say, the reason I'm talking about this, first of all, the person that you need to go to get this reading from her Instagram is the Fox Lantern. Like I said, it has been absolutely life-changing for me. I am making my friends Lexi and Melissa get one. Um, another one of my friends, she got one. She was, a, is it called a snow leopard? The, the white leopards. Another one of my friends got one and she was a gazelle. Um, another one of my friends has an appointment scheduled, but actually she didn't tell me what hers is. And I think her appointment passed. That makes me wonder if she doesn't like her animal. That's the thing that I keep wondering is I'm like, is, am I obsessed with this because I loved my animal? Like I got the tiger, you know? Um, but every single person who I've talked to who's had a reading also felt the same obsession. So I highly recommend her Instagram is the Fox Lantern, but during Morgan's reading, she was talking about how, or Morgan said something like, I know I'm such a people pleaser. I need to stop. And she was like, no, like that's part of your power is like as a hair, like you know what's going on in the community, you know who needs help. And that's part of your power. It's just making sure that you're also doing the same for yourself. And I thought that was really cool because I think there's so much talk about like people pleasing being this horrible thing, but like it's, you're, you're actually the glue that keeps a lot of things together. And that doesn't have to be a pressury thing. Again, if you were doing that, not from a place of feeling like you had to, and from a place of being exhausted, but if you were more doing it from a place of like, just realizing that was your part in the ecosystem and that it was still important for you to take care of yourself, society couldn't exist if it was a bunch of assholes like me. <laughs> if it was a bunch of tigers, like that, there only can be one tiger in an ecosystem typically. So anyways, you can see me even getting in and talking to the symbolism of it all, but it, it just, it clicked so deeply for me. And after that reading, I got that reading probably a month ago, maybe a little bit before that, but I feel like it's changed everything in my life. It has changed the way I show up. It's changed my relationships. It's changed. And I also will say, <laughs> I 
love things. I love things fiercely. And when I get a reading, it is the best thing that's ever happened to me. So I don't want you to go into it with like psychotic expectations. Cause I know some people, their expectations, if they have too high of expectations, it like bums them out. So just know that I'm a Leo <laughs> and I get really excited about things. But if you're the type of person who loves animals, I think that's what it was for me is like, I am such an animal lover. Like I, I love them. I feel so connected to them. And so this just made me feel deeper towards like my people because I care so much about animals. So I highly recommend if you're a people pleaser, no worries. We're all doing it in some way or another. We're all showing up hoping that people are going to like us or maybe we're showing up hoping that people won't like us because we're afraid of people liking. Like we all have our own shit and so just show up and do your best (laughs) and realize that whatever you did, even if it didn't feel like your best, it was your best or you would have done differently. That's, that's just the truth of the matter. Um, this podcast has been a little bit all over the place, but I'm glad I popped in and said hi. And remember to sign up if you're listening to this before the 21st of July, sign up at the link in my Instagram bio for the internet famous training. I think it's going to be really fun. I'm sorry that I sound so stuffy. What I'm realizing that I think happens is I actually think I get stuffy when it's hot because I'm in my car. So I'm recording this without the AC on and is that a thing? Can you get like stuffed up when it's hot? I don't know. So I'm sorry that I'm stuffy. I sound kind of gross. Hopefully it wasn't too hard to listen to, but hopefully I will see you in the training on Friday. And if you haven't tried threads yet, just try it. And if you hate it, don't go on it. Like there, there's no pressure. There's so many social media apps and so many places that you can grow your following and grow your influence. I don't think threads is this magic place where it's going to be easier to grow than other platforms. Like every single platform requires effort to grow. You just have to learn the place that it's easiest for you to put out effort. I literally have so many thoughts. Like I have so many thoughts all day long. I like literally my life is walking around sitting downstairs, drinking a soda, and, like, thinking things in my brain as my dogs follow me. (laughs) Like, that's literally my life. And so threads is really easy for me because I'm like, I have a bunch of thoughts. But if you're a more visual person, maybe Instagram is easier for you. I saw a tweet from, like, a big, it was, like, from, like, Boss Babe Co. or something, and it was saying that threads shows that people don't have a content creation problem they have a perfectionism problem and I was like that is so false that is so not true because first of all the people who are perfectionists on all the apps are going to come over and be perfectionists on threads too I'm sorry but you're still probably going to overthink what you're posting until you can get over that that's going to follow you any social media account number two I think there's a barrier to entry on TikTok and Instagram where you have to be good at creating content or you have to learn how to create content you have to learn how to take videos you have to learn how to take photos or design graphics and so what I think is really cool about threads is like you don't have to do that you just have to think thoughts you just have to talk to people literally like you just have to make connections um which can be true on any single app but I do think like I I just that tweet kind of like bothered me because I was like that's not true at all like don't be saying that about people um that they like I I just hate using something like oh you're just a freaking perfectionist when like that's actually somebody's superpower in a way and I 
I just hate making those things like a crutch. Like, well, I can't show up on this place because I'm too much of a perfectionist. It's like, just find where it show. it's easy for you to show up and where you feel like the skills match with how you're showing up. Because I actually think if you show up and you're not good at doing video or you can't create cute graphics or you don't take good photos, it is going to be harder for you to grow on those platforms. And that's what's cool about threads is like, you don't have that barrier to entry. And I think perfectionism is a bitch. And I think people pleasing is a bitch. And also it could be your superpower. So I'll let you chew on that. I don't fully have like a wrap, a wrap up on that thought, but that's where we're ending. (laughs) Okay. I love you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.